Welcome to self-isolation or quarantine time. What do we call this? Because we're not actually in quarantine. Yeah, I've wondered about that too. But um, I don't know. I've, I've just been saying quarantine. I think feel like that's like the, the buzzword. Quarantine's cooler. And like self-isolation is like self-isolation is like what we do anyway. Right. It, that's it just feels like a personal choice. Right. Yeah. Feels like self isolation is uh, is like a personal choice, like you said. And if everybody's doing it, it's not really self isolation to me. Right. Then it actually is more. Yeah. Then you're just doing what what everybody else is is doing. I hope everyone else is actually doing that. We did a Instagram live thing the other day where we were preaching the right messages. Hopefully by now, everybody. Hopefully is able to work from home and jobs aren't affected too much, but we're in the very early stages, obviously of like, yo, just hang inside for a little while. Just hang inside. Not that hard for us, but I feel like it's really giving people the, uh, the wet paint do not touch, uh, phenomenon where when people are like, Hey, you got to just stay inside for a little bit. It's no huge deal. Just stay inside. People are like, I need to run outside and touch everything. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that people are starting to take it a little bit more seriously now. Um, but, I mean, in the beginning, nobody was fucking taking it seriously, especially young people. They were running out, uh, going to bars and stuff. I mean, I'm sure it didn't help that it was St. Patrick's Day weekend and spring break in a lot of places. And we've been seeing a lot of these young idiots still doing the spring break thing. But <laughs> I think for the most part, people are starting to take it pretty seriously. And like, I've seen like young people apologize for going out, which is good for them. Good. Good. You, sh you should, uh, well, who is your favorite spring breaker person? Um, probably, probably the dude, uh, I don't know if you saw the CBS news video, but like the dude with like the giant lesion on his face, it, it looked like, and he was like, uh, I, I know it's, it's going on and, and, uh, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let coronavirus stop me from partying, stop me man. From partying. <laughs> yeah. no. it's like so I'm not he's, let it he's a down. he's a popular one. My favorite one was the dude that said there's more important things going on in the world, like poverty, hunger. Why don't we do something about those? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what do you think this is going to do for poverty and hunger? This is going to create poverty and hunger, like across the street from you your neighbors like if they're losing their jobs because of this are going to be worrying about where they're getting their food from like don't throw around poverty and hunger like you're hot shit this is this is contributing to poverty and hunger you big dummy so a lot of big galoots hey have you uh, here's one have you realized that you're smarter than everyone through all this yeah, honestly a little bit uh because one I didn't go out like as soon as this was happening I was like yeah I'm taking this fucking seriously, and uh, I've been very proactive about being uh, being like a smart, I'm not going to spread this. I know that it doesn't necessarily affect me as much as it might affect somebody else in terms of just like the demographics, but 
also I, I realized that like what a pandemic can be and i realized that like this is very contagious and that it doesn't necessarily affect just me even if i come down with it like i'm not trying to spread this on to my mom and apparently like it took a a, a lot of people a while to get the fact that hey this could affect loved ones if not just you i'll tell you what all I need is, like, one expert to get my attention. Yeah. Like, all my shit about, like, the grid, that came from Ted Koppel writing a book about how the grid's going to go down because it's easy to hack into. And he was on Colbert talking about this book. I never even read this book. I just heard a person mention something is possible, and I was like, all right, I've got to be on the lookout for this. I'm I don't know if that makes very you seriously. I don't know if that makes you smarter or stupider because you just like heard a thing from one person. You were like, I 100% believe in this. Well, <laughs> which, I, which is like exactly correct. what happens with like fake news and people just saying, well, that's fake and other people just buying it. So I'll say this. I need one expert to get my attention. That's the, that's the, the way I'll put it. And with this... Once they were like, people should just probably stay in for a little bit. I was like, yeah, fine. <laughs> okay, okay. It sounds like sounds like experts want us to do this, so let's just do it. Yeah, and I'm sure it doesn't hurt like, that like it's something that we're totally fine doing. We're we're not people yeah. who are like just bouncing around the town at any any chance we get. So like this was this is maybe not the best example for us too because we are pretty much looking for reasons to stay inside most of the time. Yes and no. I mean, I still I I go to a lot of sporting events. I go to a lot of concerts, and I love doing those things. And I'll tell you what: this uh, two weekends ago, I went to sporting events on Saturday and Sunday. And if this were like if that were like a week later, I wouldn't even dream of it. And this was before things were were canceled. But like. I don't know, like, there are things we like to do. I, I like to go to, uh, like, today, for example. Today is, is today March Madness. It would have started today, yes. So I was going to go to my favorite bar with my friends, and we were going to eat food and drink beer and be idiots all day. And that's not, like, a crazy big thing, but that's oh, just, no. like, something we would have done. So, like, yeah, that's absolutely. that's ways that that ways that our lives are affected but to your point, if smart people are like, yo, just do this, just do it. But I think I will tell you what, we I think that the Bruntouchables are either like-minded uh, to us or they accidentally somehow have a little bit of respect for us. So it would <laughs> I also think that, like, that like we're doing this. They're like, oh, maybe that's maybe OK, maybe maybe that that's worth considering. I also think that um, a lot of them. We don't need to preach to them because a lot of them are smarter than us. Right. We have a lot right. of listeners who are all, like, a lot smarter than us. But like, I just don't understand how there are people out there that – like maybe they don't pay attention to sports or whatever. I don't understand how there are so many people out there that see all these big events canceled. Like big events that, that bring in a shitload of money for so many people and like they're being canceled and all these people are being like, it's just the flu. Like, oh. I, I don't understand that. Do you think that the NCAA would cancel March Madness, which brings in 85% of their annual revenue right. over just the flu? And, I mean, can you, think of a, 
Can you think of like a body that is more money hungry and greedy than NCAA? NCAA? Can you think so of a can you think of an institution that cares like less about the people below them than the yeah. NCAA? No. Absolutely nobody. Absolutely nobody. Um how how have you done anything different during this this time? Because like a lot like our days are often like we're are just spent in our apartments. Like you work from home anyway, and I work at night. So on paper, our days shouldn't be too different. But at least in my case, it, it is. I'm wondering about yours. Yeah. So like I've been like playing up the oh, I'm going insane inside <laughs> like on, on Twitter on Twitter and stuff. But like my life's not that much different now. The only thing that really drives me crazy is that I can't go to the gym. Like the gym was like the one escape that I had from my daily got to get out of the house, got to go do something to feel good about myself, sort of part of my routine. But other than that, I mean, I'm, I'm, I still have my workstation at home. I'm still doing the same stuff. I have a little bit more time for video games. Uh, but like other than the gym and other than just not being able to watch sports and, and like have something steady to talk about through my job and through like socially, it's it's been pretty OK. I'll tell you what, I've been a little more productive during the days, which it, it there should be no reason for that to be the case. But I get up now. I have coffee and breakfast, which is something I generally don't do. Generally, I wake up. Like, uh, I'm underwater or like I've been underwater and like my head just came up and I'm like astonished and I'm gasping and I have no idea where, where any of, of this came from. But now I'm just kind of waking up, get up, have some coffee. I do a little bit of writing. I'll, uh, I'll like play an instrument for a little bit and like, I'll give myself little tasks. I've been banging out columns like you, like hopefully read about <laughs> and uh, yeah i don't know just like during the day i've been getting more stuff done and uh i have like my few people who i'm in contact with all day just texting about life or whatever and uh texting from the computer has been a big help and then at night i've either gone into work or I've skyped into work which is an interesting thing but I've I, I've been more solid these first few days of it. I know that eventually that's going to change and I'm going to start to get stir crazy. But I'll tell you what, like if this weren't going on in the middle of the day, I wouldn't go take like a walk and be in the sun. And I've been doing that. So like in general, my disposition has been pretty solid. Yeah, and I and like I honestly believe that. Like this could be a good thing for a lot of people. It's I think it's like a really good opportunity for people to kind of like take a step back, kind of like look at what their life is, totally. take some time to evaluate and see like what they can be doing better, how they can be better taking care of themselves and just like distancing themselves from like a lot of the noise that happens on a day to day life basis. Like I think that's that's something that could legitimately help a lot of people. I've definitely been – I mean, I, I haven't been in – there's just been a lot less nonsense, you know? Right. I mean, there's been nonsense on Twitter and stuff like that. 
or but that's like necessary know, maybe, nonsense. That's like we need this right now because like we're all kind of in this together and we're kind of going crazy over it. Right, but I feel like there there's not I don't I don't know how many people the average person texts in a given day. But like you're always in co- contact with like different people and you're emailing and you're doing all these different things. I've only really over the past few days spoken to like my core people. And I've gotten a few texts from people I don't talk to all the time who have been like, hey, hope everything's going great. Just wanted to say hi. And that's been lovely and super nice. But generally, there's just been like a lot of uh, clarity isn't necessarily the right word. But like there's there's been not as much fat. Like I, I text you, some of my friends, some of my family, and that's it. And it's it's kind of nice. Everything's just a, a bit more simple right now. You did mention video games. I thought about it for a second. I was like, shit, do I buy a video game? And I just, no. I think you might get there, man. A lot of people, I think, are getting there. We're in for, it seems like we're kind of in for the long haul here. Especially since, uh, since some people aren't taking it seriously still. But it's going to be a little while. And yeah. like it's time time to start discovering some some hobbies and things like that. But I, I do like while it also like makes people sort of evaluate where they are. I also think that like a lot of people can enjoy like the fact that they are they're in something together, even if they're in an isolation, but like they're in something together with everybody else. Like this is something that like we're all sharing together at the same time, which is not necessarily a, a thing that happens all that regularly. And I also think that it's like it's it's like a break from the mundane for for a lot of people. And so like it's I I'm obviously not saying that it's like a good situation clearly, but it's it's something you know, that's getting that's, through it can be product can like help right. people with various things, you know? Like I think there's really there's going to be like a before and after for a lot of people here, which is nice yeah hopefully i don't know i think that possibly and this is very ambitious and optimistic but i don't know maybe there will be a little less negativity afterwards yeah it's probably i mean now that i think about it it's probably, probably just being ambitious everybody's just gonna go back to the same way that they were before this all Everyone's started like oh thank god and like uh, i don't know it's crazy like, other than the most important things like working and really working and being able to get the things you need, those are two major things, obviously, especially for people who are uh, now out of work and for like kids who are used to getting their meals from school who now aren't. Like Those are major things. Right. But other than that, the other inconveniences are not, are not horrible, you know? Like yeah, basically, I, like we're, like we're the last people who should be complaining. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like and we're I, white I, dudes, I, my, so that that you can apply that to anything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's absolutely true. Especially because like my job is is seemingly safe. Uh, like I'm sure bartenders and and like even nurses and stuff who like their jobs are completely thrown out of whack because of this. Um, like it, it, we're definitely not in a position to be like, well, this isn't a big deal. But it, I mean, it hasn't been the biggest change for us. Yeah. So yeah. just everybody get through it how you can. Be positive. I, I, 
have you made any like little changes though? I've made one change during this, and it's really, I've loved it. Check this out. I drink just a little bit of coffee now. Just like, I get up and I have like a little bit of coffee, like a like uh, a third of a cup to like a half of a cup. It's just like a little bit. So I'm just barely awake throughout the day, and I'm <laughs> never really. I don't know. It just feels cool. And I'm, when I drink coffee, do you? Do, when you drink coffee in the morning, do you get that like jolt where you're super happy and like you love everything that you're doing? And like if you're reading something while you're drinking coffee, you're like, God, I find this so interesting. Or like if you're listening to a song, are you like, God, this song is the best? Because that that definitely happens to me. Well, I mean, I've told you before that like co- coffee brings me like happiness. When I'm drinking coffee, I'm like at peace and I'm yes. just loving everything that I'm doing. So yeah, that does happen to me. Um, but I, I've been drinking like more coffee than ever, and it's not just it's not because of the quarantine or whatever. But I I don't think that I've discussed this on the podcast yet. But I recently made the switch from Keurig's to uh, I bought a percolator. Oh, like an old school ass Farberware percolator one, because um, like I think I want to cut down on the waste that comes with K-cups and stuff like that. Um, But also because like I drink a lot of coffee. So you just make a big ass pot. Right. Yeah. And like I also just think that that the coffee quality is a lot better. When you're when you're making it from the percolator, so uh, oh, it's yeah. been great. But I've been drinking at least like two two and a half cups of coffee a day because that's how much comes from the percolator. Uh, I so with how much I'm drinking, I just barely get to that. I'm excited and I love everything point because I'm only having a little bit of it, and it's like it's like a it's like a like you're kind of teasing your body, and I love it. It's very exciting. It's very dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you're like hard drugs right now. No, like it is. I'm teasing okay, I'm my sorry. body. I'm just. I need it. Want like it's I like need to leave it wanting more. <laughs> I kind of am though. Like are I you, get to the bottom edging? of the cup and I'm like, oh, you're edging. Oh, man. Yeah, I think so. You're coffee edging. That is disturbing, but nice, man. It just, you know what? Don't knock it till you try it. Don't knock it till you try it. It's a pretty cool thing. And then uh, the next step will be I'm, like, microdosing coffee. <laughs> Put, like, a few drops of coffee in my water in the morning. Oh, man. Very exciting. Uh, on the subject of coffee and making your own, whether with a French press or getting it percolating, like our, our queen, Mary J. Blige, Night Shift, if you're a Massachusetts person or New England person, Night Shift started making coffee a while ago, and they're, they've got the beans. To Boca Joe, they have got the beans. It's so good. They've got, they got one kind that uh, is like, there's plum notes. It's, everything's about like notes, but there's notes of plum, and that's great. And they've got an apricot one that I haven't tried, but my friend just got it, and she said that it's pretty dope. So shout out Night Shift Coffee. I'm also going to shout out just like local places right now that I love that when all this is said and done, either buy gift cards now or go to it later. Uh, the Handlebar, which is the studio, the spin studio that, that I love, they they shut stuff down before they had to. 
And yeah. I have well, I mean, I wouldn't that. say before they had to. They shut stuff down before a lot of like a lot of their competition did. Yes, but, yes, you but, know, like a lot of their competition and these places should have shut down beforehand. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, it, by had to, I mean, uh, like someone told them to. Right. But they, they, I don't know. From I'm on the, the outside, but the way I see it, they looked around. And they were like. Hey, enough places are closing. Like we're not supposed to be in a group of whatever. So why should we be in a group of this number? Let's do the right thing and shut down. And uh, the the place I go to get my haircut, Barber's Den, which is becoming like a a chain in Massachusetts because it's so awesome. The, my guy Evan, who owns it, posted a video being like, "Yo, we don't have to close, and I'm gonna lose money." And it's going to be hard to pay rent doing this. But we don't need haircuts right now. We just need to stay in and be safe for a little bit. So I don't know whether it's, again, whether getting gift cards to those places or getting over there when they open up uh, Idle Hands in in Malden as well. Just a lot of places are doing the right things. And whether you can get takeout or pickup or whatever from them. Just do it, and I'm sure that we each have a list of like 50 places, but those are a few I just wanted to, to rattle off. Idle Hands, Night Shift, Handlebar, Barber's Den. Um, but, a lot of places are doing the, doing the right things. Who do you think is who's coming out of, the, out of this as the biggest loser so far? Well, it's a tie between Gal Gadot, uh, <laughs> Kristen Wiig, James Marsden. Woof! Oh my god. Holy shit, that was so bad. Yeah, it was so stupid and just like so tone deaf. Unbelievable. Who was who who crushed you the worst there? I only made it through like a a good portion of it. Um, maybe <laughs> like the first like thirty or forty seconds. Um, I, I think Gal Gadot honestly like was really right crushing right off the top because Gal Gadot like does a lot of the right things, says a lot of the right things. And like people got mad at Gal Gadot for being Wonder Woman because she like wasn't American. And, oh my God. and like, she's, she's, bad. she's like been speaking up about like a lot of, a lot of like good causes and things like that. And has been the voice of reason. And then just this Wait, just so, is so bad. So Gal Gadot was one of the, the victims of the, Hey, you're not a white woman, so you don't get to do a, a thing that involves women. Is that what that was? Yeah, I think people were just mad. They were like, Wonder Woman. Well, people were stupid and thought that, like, I think we were among the stupid people that thought Wonder Woman was American. <laughs> uh, oh, that's right. We did a yeah. whole podcast on it. Yeah. yeah. Where, did you, where did she go to college? She went to, like, Nebraska or something? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, had a whole backstory for she her. She grew up on a farm in, in, in uh, Wyoming. But no, I yeah. So like Gal Gadot, I've always people look like Gal Gadot. <laughs> like, <laughs> have people been to America? It's not just white people. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah. So like, I've been rooting for Gal Gadot for a, for a while. Um, but man, did, did she organize that thing? I know she was first, but did she like? Or do we know how that whole thing came about? I have no idea, and I don't want to learn about it. I just saw uh, last night. Our guy, uh, Stephen Horowitz, posted the video with, like, eat the rich. And <laughs> uh, I watched it. By the time I was done with it, he had posted a response to his own tweet, which was, 
If you are in the second half of this video, dot, 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 thank your lucky stars that no one will find out. Exactly. That's what I, I mean, I didn't make it. So there you go. I watched uh, the whole thing. Uh, uh, who killed me that was in it? Um, oh, Maya Rudolph was, was in oh, it no. in the end. And I was like, no, Maya. Chris and Wig was the one that really upset me. She was like second. And it, but it just seemed, you, you said it, it's just so, so tone deaf. Yeah. Like, you guys aren't affected by it, and you are best set up for this situation. You've got a lot of money, and people are going to bring you all the shit that you yeah, need. <laughs> oh, my God. Should we post the video of us doing, what song should we sing? We should do, like, Mamma Mia. Do thunder? Like we should do like a really like somber Mamma Mia. <laughs> what about thunder? No, no. Yeah, I'm no down with that. Mia? Yeah, I'm down with I'm down with thunder. That'd be nice. We should get like Randy and and Jeff yeah. and like yeah, all the Kellen. guests of the show. Kellen? Yeah. yeah. We'll do. We'll get on that as soon as we finish this. Yeah, Mamma no. Mia or thunder? Thunder. I think. I was trying to lean Mamma Mia because I've been doing a ton of ABBA. Yeah, but I think like the the repetitiveness of Thunder would play really well for something like that, where it's just it just like exposes how stupid the lyrics are when it's just a bunch of people saying the exact same line. Yeah, I uh, I I've already got this whole thing mapped out in my mind. Okay, this Perfect. is gonna be awesome. Um, what else? Uh. How do you feel about Tom Brady leaving? Because uh, NFL teams were also oh, self-isolating no. when it was time to offer Tom Brady contracts. Nobody tried to sign Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, my God. You've been the no worst this entire time about this. Uh, not wrong. No but like... Dude, I've been so right about everything. This is hilarious. This does not happen. I mean, between this and, like, Jason Tatum, probably your two biggest wins over, like, the past five years, where you just went completely in on Jason Tatum without knowing anything about him, and he ends up turning into a fucking superstar. And then Tom Brady, you're just predicting that he... Or have been saying that he sucks for, like, the past, like, three, four months, <laughs> and that nobody wants him. And it ends up being, like, partially true. Uh, did I tell you I met Wick Grosbeck recently? No. And I I went up to him and I was like, hi, uh, just want to say, love the team this year. Pleasure to meet you. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, and I was Big like, fan of your work. Yeah. <laughs> and we, uh, and it was when Tatum was scoring a million points. And I was like, I got to tell you, not to brag, I was, uh, I was in very early on Jason Tatum. And he was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, man. I told him the whole story. And he was just extremely polite, but you could tell he was like, "All right, like it was nice meeting you." <laughs> he should have pulled. He should have pulled the the. Well, we were in on him way before you were, card. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's what he was thinking. Like, <laughs> he's like, "Oh, really, cool, man? You discovered you decided you liked him. <laughs> you, you you decided you liked him after we traded the first overall pick so we could get him. You know, the Real argument could be you. made. You were not the first in on him." Yeah. It just sounds like you're just being a Celtics bobo and <laughs> signing off on whatever we did. Uh, but he was a nice guy. It was super cool uh, chatting with him for a second. Yeah, he seems like it. Uh, He's got great hair, dude. I realized I was like, man, I am, I'm out of my depths here. 
talking to this guy. He has great hair. He always wears cool sneakers. He's like a cooler Robert Kraft. Yeah, he's pretty rich too. So it's and he wasn't in the uh, uh, Imagine video, which is a credit to him. That's true. Uh, big loser for me in this whole thing is uh, brands. Brands that keep sending me emails that do not need to send me emails. Just being like, hey, just checking in. Decided to let cool. you know we're we're treating our employees nice. Okay, yeah. congrats. Dude, I don't I I got an email from like the notation software that I use <laughs> that's like, hey, just a heads up. If you if you're transcribing any music, uh it's still all digital on the software you're using, so you're you're not gonna get COVID nineteen from us. All right, talk later. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, I got an email from my student loan place that was like, just thought, hey, you, we, we've got a You're great relationship. You're still paying on the 16th, yeah. right? You're still paying on the 16th, right? Right, right? I, we've been friends. We've been we've had a great relationship for the past two or three years. I know you're locked into this loan situation. Just wanted to let you know. We know it's tough times out there. Your loans are still due at the same time every month. And also... We're going to be making sure that our employees don't get coronavirus. Oh, dude. Cool. Thanks for the heads up. That kills me when people are like, we're doing everything we can to make sure they don't get the coronavirus. Like, well, I would hope so. (laughs) Like, I hope you're disinfecting everything, but you don't know they're not going to get it. If you keep the building safe and you're spraying everything down and someone gets it from their wife and comes into work. That, like there's a good chance someone else is going to get it. That's not your fault. Like just do what you can. Don't brag about it. We we know. Hopefully we're all trying to not get this thing. Yeah, that's. It's, I mean, that's the thing. Like that's the thing about a pandemic is like you can do all the right things, but unless you lock yourself away and completely self isolate yeah. for however long it lasts, there's like a there are some elements that are just out of your control. Yeah. I um this this is the way I'm I'm approaching it. I'm assuming I have it and I'm assuming you have it. Right. So if we're around each other, if we're in the same place, we should both be really mindful about what we're touching, how close we're getting to each other, wiping down and uh and sanitizing as often as we possibly can. Just assume everybody has it. And that shouldn't freak you out because at some point we're going to get it. Chances are and you just hope that it's in a few weeks and that it's it's not right now and that we're not getting someone sick tomorrow. So in, I don't know, in a week to 10 days when shit's really hitting the fan, we're not making it worse. That's all. So just yeah. just do your best, everybody. Other than the uh, like the whole like people getting sick and people dying and and just the horrible consequences that come as a result of any pandemic. What's been the most upsetting thing to you about like this, this whole thing? Is it the sports? Is it the movies? Is it just like the anxiety? Uh, anxiety has not been bad other than I'd wake up in the middle of the night every night and am confused as to, is this really happening? Like I every night I wake up and I'm like, wait, is is this like a thing where there's like a disease going around and everyone's got to be really careful and not 
get the disease and spread the disease around? Because when you put it in those terms, especially as like a groggy person who just woke up in the middle of the night, it is kind of wild. Like that is not of the times, you know? Yeah. I, I, I like have that similar sort of situation between separating like this is an apocalypse and like this is just a really serious thing that we need to take very seriously right now like it i i keep like rotating between like this is the fucking end of the world and we're all gonna die and like trying to get out of that mindset and just being like okay this is a a a serious thing right now let's just weather it and let's let's go through it oh you i mean you know i'm an an apocalypse fearing man this is not this is not apocalyptic so i'm like really i'm taking this very very seriously and i'm getting mad at everyone who's not taking it seriously but I'm aware that like this isn't this isn't the grid going down, you know. This isn't people running in the streets and breaking into each other's houses trying to get food and shit like that. Like we, this is again for a lot of people, it's going to be terrible because they're going to lose loved ones and they're going to lose their jobs and everything. But for a lot of other people, for most other people, it is you have a responsibility to just be safe, and if you do. It's going to be very, very helpful. Yeah. So it's it's not the top to bottom, everyone's freaking out, figuring out what they should do. A lot of people are just tasked with having to be responsible for a little bit. And that, that that's not – that ain't no apocalypse, man. Yeah, so, I, but I like – in my head, I just like keep seeing people – being irresponsible and being stupid and like continuing to to spread it and see the hubris (laughs) yes and like it drives me insane because like in my head i'm just like these people are gonna make this worse and they're just gonna continue being stupid and it's gonna have more and more consequences and also just like the fact that seeing people being really dumb and knowing that like hey this is gonna extend this further and further time-wise where it's like i want to see the end of the nhl season i want to see the end of this i want to like return to normalcy at some point as quickly as we can and so every time i see see like a video of people crowding a bar or the spring breakers or or you know stupid opinions being like this is just the flu it drives me crazy because in my head it like pushes things back like another week or two weeks or whatever and that being out of my control drives me insane. Yeah. What do you think of the potential end of the NHL season? I love it. With the, I would like it to be moved up a little bit. So right now they're considering, what is it, July, finish the season, uh, August and September, cup final, or playoffs, then off season and start the season in November. Yeah. I am so I'm very into that. I would like everything to I would love it if everything could have been a month earlier because I am going to be all in on watching hockey outside all summer. In my backyard, I'm going to get a like big ass projector. I'm going to order a bunch of random ass stuff. I've already been texting with if I told you that uh I've I've told you about the uh, out of town hockey club I have at work. No. With my coworkers. Oh, okay. So, uh Megan Kelly, not that Megan Kelly. Uh, Megan Kelly, one of my coworkers, she's uh, a producer and 
She's great. She used to uh, work with Katie Nolan. She did uh, comedians in cars getting coffee. She's got like a lot. She's just like a, a very funny, creative person, and she's a big hockey person. And uh, she's a monster on on Twitter. She's just she's a big Bruins fan, but all she does is uh, shit on every single player of the Bruins, like very very sarcastically negative. Uh, but just like a hilarious hockey person. And then uh, Rob Snyder, a.k.a. Robbie Buckets, he's a big Flyers fan. We got NHL TV at work. So whenever we have to stay late, we just sit around and we watch West Coast games. And it's the best. Uh, but we're like, yo, all summer, it's going to be hockey going on. That's going to absolutely rule. So whether it's bars, whether it's backyards. Like imagine, it, dude... I'm just going to throw barbecue like cookouts with hockey going on all day on Saturdays. How fun's that going to be? I mean, yeah, it it, it is like uh, uh I mean it's it's a weird once in a lifetime probably opportunity where this is going to be like the weirdest year assuming like things go to plan and this is all going to be possible in the second half of the year, but like it's going to be the most unreal six month sports window that has ever happened in the history of humanity because yeah. everything is getting pushed back. You're going to have the fucking you're going to have the Kentucky Derby. You're going to have the Masters. You're going to have the NHL playoffs. You're going to have the start of the NFL season. You're going to have the, you know, the, the heat of MLB season. Everything is going to be happening within a six month window, which is absolutely insane. And that'll never happen again. So and then like, when it's go ahead. then when it slows down and goes back to, to normal. Our brains are going to be so used to constant stimulation. Yeah, that we're going to be. Uh, it's like if someone took our phones away from us. You know, you freak out. I, I honestly it's like, like the, the sports grid's going to go down when it goes back to normal. I honestly like wouldn't hate this being the 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 way we do things from now on. Like there should be six months of absolutely fucking nothing, and people sh- should have to like evaluate their lives, be able to do all the the things that they want to do, learn their hobbies. Uh, catch up on pop culture. Do I don't like hate this. Do all these things like for like self improvement, and then, then in the final six months, when the weather starts getting shitty or whatever, then, dude, just fucking lock yourselves inside and have all the sports, have everything that just like stimulates you inside. Do that in, in like a six month window where it just never stops. Dude, that's brilliant. You should write that. Write that for CBSSports.com. It, it would be like a, it would be a really good thing for a lot of people. <laughs> I'm, but it, it has to have like it can't be that insensitive of a headline, but it has to be like something like uh, coronavirus writes the news script. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, let me think. Like, uh, was no, no, not like. <laughs> Was coronavirus a good idea after all? Of course not. <laughs> Was coronavirus the best thing that's ever happened to sports? Maybe. Should, should sports follow coronavirus's lead? Question mark. <laughs> oh God. Terrible. No, but like uh, I think not, that not, that... not something like that, but like something that's like, yo, th- this situation has given us some ideas. Yeah, and like I think that like for me personally, 
there are a lot of things that I, I, I don't do because I always have like a reason to put them off. I'm like, oh, there's there's this on this weekend. There's this on this weekend. And like shit just gradually streams through. And you're like, oh, I forgot that the Masters were, were coming this this weekend. Uh, oh, the NCAA tournament. I'm not doing anything for the next couple of weeks. And you just never get around to, to getting into some of the stuff that you want to do. Like you don't get into reading books because I don't have the time or whatever. And so. If you just had like a six month window where there was literally no excuse for you to do the things that you wanted to do or get into, yeah, that'd be great. Wild stuff. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. I don't know how long we've been going, but this is like a good way of easing us back in. We're obviously just going to start pumping out stuff. I don't know what pace we'll do it at, but I would assume multiple things a week because we're going to need stuff to do. We are going to watch The Hunt tomorrow on Friday when it comes out, and... I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to have some sort of reaction to it because we we wanted to see that movie and they're putting it out on demand. So uh, we're going to watch that and then we're going to do something, whether it's you said maybe like a, a stream or something, a Twitch stream. Yeah, I think it would be cool to have like a, a live discussion on Twitch right after we watch the hunt and just oh, kind of great. just kind of vibe there. And then if like anybody wants to ask us, ask us questions or whatever, like they can, you can jump in the chat and then we can just take it and maybe post it on the podcast. Yeah. Awesome. Love it, love it, love it. Cool. Okay, well, we'll talk to you soon, and uh, we're going to get cracking on this uh, Thunder video. All right, bye-bye. Love you.